Hello, and welcome to my podcast, From Trauma to Triumph. I am Leah Bandola and your host. My mission is to help people heal their past so that they can unleash their brilliant future. I am a trauma release specialist, empowerment coach, and cognitive behavior therapist. I am also a published author with three book publications and a professional speaker. This podcast delves into the world of trauma, and it is a big world. There are so many aspects to trauma and how it affects us in our lives, and each episode will give you more information, examples, stories, and strategies to help you understand trauma better and how to release the hold that it has on us. Let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I truly hope you are well wherever you may be in the world. This episode is going to be the second last one of season one. Uh, Yes, next week's episode will be the final one for the season. It has gone so incredibly fast, I can't believe it. Uh, But um, yeah, this week I wanted to um, talk to you a little bit more about the topic that I spoke about last week, uh, which was that feeling of not enough. So whether uh, you're feeling like you are not enough or you don't have enough or you don't do enough, um, just that sense of not enough. And I spoke about some of the reasons why this may be happening. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you may want to go back and listen to that first as today's episode I'm going to be going into some of the strategies and tools of getting unstuck from that trap. Another common theme that I've been hearing so much lately is overwhelm and fear of not getting it all done uh, or that, you know, you won't achieve the goals or letting people down, not being able to keep up which of course is directly tied to those expectations that um, are put on us, either externally, you know, from family, uh, partners, bosses, society, friends, or even worse, internally by ourselves, derived from uh, originally the expectations of others, but then we take over sometimes even when um, they are no longer making the demands and we believe it is still something that we should do. There's that word again, the shoulds, you know, not our want or need or desire, but what we should do. And many things that cause our overwhelm are not necessarily what is critical to our happiness or our fulfillment or our achievement of goals or what we enjoy for that matter. And I'm as guilty as the next person of having many things on my plate that do not need to be done by me. Um, And some things actually don't even necessarily need to be done or happen at all. Part of the issue is that we don't stop long enough often to even look at why we do certain things or if we even want to be doing them at all. In North America, a lot of emphasis is put on commitment. 
And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It is a good thing. Being committed is necessary and a good value to have. However, typically it's the commitment to others that takes precedence and we forget about the commitment to ourselves. We break these promises to ourselves all the time. And on some level, we feel that, uh, that that's a betrayal, um, but we disregard it because it's just us that we're letting down. So it's okay. But when you do that repeatedly, we also then start to feel like we are unreliable, not trustworthy and so on, which spills into our concept of who we are in general, even with others. And these are, of course, these subconscious, unconscious thought patterns that we're not even necessarily aware of, but those are, are what, you know, the feelings that can happen when we're continuously, you know, disappointing ourselves um, and letting ourselves down. So some of the first things that we have to do is to get really clear on what we want, you know, what are our needs and what are the commitments that we want to keep to ourselves? For example, you want to get healthy, lose weight, get fit. And you say to yourself, okay, that's it. Monday, I'm starting that program. And I will eat healthy and I'm going to exercise every day and I'm going to lose the X number of pounds. So you do the prep work. You go shopping, you buy all the right foods, you download the exercise program, or you get a gym membership, um, or you buy some new running shoes, you know, all that prep stuff. And you get excited and you make the commitment that this time you will do it. Monday arrives, you have a healthy shake for breakfast. You have that salad with some protein for lunch. You have your grilled chicken, steamed vegetables, and a healthy grain for dinner. And you close the kitchen after dinner. You did your exercise in the morning. You walked or you did your 20-minute hit exercise or went to the gym or did some power yoga or whatever form of exercise you like to do. You end the day feeling pretty good. Then day two. You have your shake in the morning. You do your exercise. But you only have 10 minutes because you need to cut it a bit short because they need you at work. A little bit earlier you realize that you you do have a busier day than you thought so i'm just going to shave off 10 minutes then a friend calls and she says she's in town do you want to go out for lunch so you say yes of course don't want to miss seeing the friend or the opportunity for a lunch out you don't order the healthiest thing on the menu because your friend is ordering a burger and fries and it looks so good yeah, I think I'll have the same. Then dinner time, you're still kind of full from lunch. So maybe I'll just grab something later. Then at around seven, you're thinking, hmm, kind of kind of getting hungry now. I'll just have a bowl of cereal, though, because I don't want to have to cook anything now. Or, you know, grilled cheese or whatever your favorite easy go-to is. Your gut is kind of complaining now. And you're feeling a bit guilty about already falling off the plan. You don't sleep very well. And the next morning you wake up tired and you slept in and you have another busy day ahead of you. No time for exercise. 
you grab a piece of toast because you don't have time to make your smoothie. Then lunch, you may try to get back to a healthy meal. And dinner, you're even more tired now. And you don't feel like making anything. So, you know, just another grab meal. And you feel more guilty. And now shame kicks in too because you say nasty things to yourself like you're such a loser you are so weak you can't stick to anything do you think this is a space where you want to stick with your goal no you fall back into your old patterns and don't feel that you deserve to feel better and you will never be enough and worst of all you feel like a failure yet again and that you are disappointed and not very happy with yourself well what's going on that you have allowed everyone and everything else to take precedence over you that you let you down yet again and listen i'm sure you can tell <laughs> that this is a scenario that maybe i have experienced myself and it's not even just you know to do with our own health or our own selves um but it can also this applies to everything um that you're trying to achieve in your life um what's really going on is that you have allowed everyone and everything else to take that precedence over you can anyone relate to this we also do this you know in things like our finances no, I'm not going to spend that money and I'm going to save. I'm going to, you know, put a little nest egg away or I'm going to save up for my retirement or I'm going to save for that trip. And, you know, we say we're not going to spend and we're going to stick to that tight budget. And and then what happens often? Right. Things pull us away. Um, our kids want something. Um, it's you know something else comes along that now has us spending that money that we said we were not going to spend i know in business this happens a lot um i again certainly have had this happen in my own business where i make the commitment i'm going to do this i'm going to do that i'm definitely going to make this happen and then all kinds of other things come in and i feel like nope Nope, can't do it. Can't do it this week. No, maybe next week, maybe next week. And so we start playing that game of putting it off. So at the root of this is that we don't believe we are important enough. We are more concerned with what everyone else is needing, thinking, wanting, that we focus on that. And again, these are not conscious patterns, conscious thoughts that are happening. These are our unconscious patterns that have just happened repeatedly. And we have allowed to, you know, keep pulling us off track. Um, and, and then worst of all is we're not even really aware of it. So step one is to really look at your life and ask yourself, what do I really want and need? And write a list of the things, the people, the experiences that you would really love. And mind you, you also have to have this concept present though, if failure was not an option. So if I could wave a magic wand 
over you or you wave a magic wand over yourself and you say if you know it could happen like nothing's going to stand in its way um i don't know how it's going to happen but i just know it could happen um what would i really want and and that's this is where dreams happen and sometimes though we just get really uh afraid and we get stuck um in the doubt so you know the little voice comes in and it's like you can't do that no what are you talking about you there's no way that you could travel to europe and you know tour whatever cities or whatever places you want to go to because you don't have that kind of money how are you gonna make that happen besides that you can't take three weeks off work so that little voice comes in and starts to immediately squash your dreams and so you need to suspend that doubt even if it's just during this exercise right so this is just dream time we don't need to figure out how we're going to make it happen it's just really listen to your heart and it's like what you know if if all else kind of fell away what would i really want to have happening in my life or what do i want to experience or what do i want to have and you know we we need to let go of the doubt the doubt hang up is what i call it so the key is to get clear on where you are realistically first though so once you do that your little dream exercise and you've got all these amazing things and some people call it a bucket list um you know just the things that you would love to see happening in your life um but often you know i hesitate on the bucket list because often people will only put things on the bucket list that they truly believe at this point that they are able to achieve and so you you know you're still allowing kind of doubt to come into it so this is just you know this this first exercise is just a really fun exercise um that just allowing yourself to have those big big huge dreams that typically fear would keep you from even thinking about um so then once you kind of have your little dream scenarios all picked out um then you want to look at your life where it's at now realistically um and and what you will not tolerate anymore because often our lives become a series of things that we don't want because we have just learned to tolerate it we tolerate people we tolerate circumstances um, we tolerate our own you know lack of health um, because we have not taken the time to allow ourselves to want to have anything different so you know truly no longer to keep doing or being where you are now if it's not working for you so it's it's about taking that hard look at you know what's really not working here anymore and and then you know to get clear on what you want instead so i have an exercise that i um have assigned to many 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 clients probably most of my clients and it's called the don't want do want list so on a sheet of paper on the left side like ideally an eight and a half at least an eight and a half 
um, size piece of paper. Um, on the left side at the very top, you write don't want. And then you draw a line down the middle. And on the right side, you write do want. And the way this works is I want you to just concentrate on the left side first. So on the don't want. And I want you to list everything that you don't want to continue having in your life or see happening in your life or you don't want to keep feeling. Um, so this is your opportunity to just take a hard look and go, what is not working? And it could be people, you know, who's not working in your life anymore. Um, or it could be aspects of, you know, you know, I'm not suggesting you have to cut out every person that things are not working out with. Um, but you at least write down the things that aren't working in that relationship. And so just keep writing until you kind of have a look at it and go, okay, I think that's it. Um, and, and, you know, these are kind of the bigger things too, because otherwise you're going to have like pages and pages and pages of, you know, if you're like, I don't like the paint on the wall, although you could make that part of, you know, I don't like some of the decor in my home and I want to, you know, well, I'll get to the do want in a minute. Um, but yeah, so it could be some things like that, but I'm just like, don't, don't get too nitpicky here because <laughs> it, it, it'll, it'll be, first of all, very daunting if you have like, you know, a hundred things on your list. Um, so really the things that are what you believe are causing you the most stress and anxiety um, and unhappiness and displeasure. That's kind of what we're looking for here. And then on the, once you've exhausted that list on the right side under do want, I want you to go by point by point or item by item. And you're going to look at the don't want. So for example, let's say, uh, if we stay on the health track, um, I don't want to be this heavy anymore, or I don't want to feel tired all the time, or I don't want to um, uh, not be able to do the, the things I want to do physically. Um, and then on, and then instead you're going to say, well, what do I want? Well, I do want to have a healthy fit body. Or I do want to have lots of energy to do whatever I want. I do want to have, I do want, it could be even as basic as I do want to fit into some of my favorite clothes that are two sizes smaller than I am right now. So things like that. And go down the list with each item and look at it. So I don't want da 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 da. And then what do I want instead? I do want a you know, let's say you say, I don't want um, a uh, miserable relationship <laughs> with my husband. Okay, what do I want? I do want to have a loving, connected, passionate relationship with my husband. So hopefully this makes sense. Um, if it doesn't, you know, you can always reach out to me via email or social media and, and I would be more than happy to give you any kind of clarification on it. So that's one strategy that you can use and there are many others but um but i think that's a good one to really start with to start gaining that clarity around what is not working in your life and what you you know want to see start working and then once you do that um 
I think part of the reason that we fall off of the plan so quickly is because we have put too much on it or into it. Um, there's just too many changes too fast. And it's so easy to disappoint ourselves because it's not realistic um, to suddenly, you know, have so many changes in our lives. So like the scenario that I gave you, and you may have guessed by now, this might be a real scenario <laughs> that I have encountered in my own life. Um, but so if you, you know, say, I'm going to completely change the way I eat. I'm going to, you know, go vegan. I'm going to, um, you know, walk for an hour every single day. Um, and I'm going to, um, uh, shut the kitchen down at five o'clock every night. Now that's pretty hard, like for anybody, right? So maybe a better strategy would be to say, you know, this week I'm going to eat more plant-based, um, at least 50% of the time. So that might look like, you know, breakfast, I'm going to keep it to plant foods. Um, and maybe lunch, mostly plant foods and, you know, maybe a, a little piece of chicken or something. And then just work on that for that week. Right. And then the next week you might say, okay, I'm getting the hang of this plant-based eating pretty well. Um, this week I want to focus on adding a little bit of movement and that might look like 15 minutes. I'm going to do 15 minutes, a walk around the block or 15 minutes of some jumping jacks and maybe some push-ups or, I mean, that would be a stretch for me. Um, but, <laughs> but whatever it is that you, you know, kind of want to get into, um, 15 minutes of yoga or whatever dance dance as I think I may have mentioned on this podcast before is my favorite way of movement and exercise. And it is a really great effective exercise. So whatever it might be. And then just for a week, you just kind of have that be your focus. And then week three, you might say, um, okay, I really, I'm going to go a little bit more into the plant-based eating. So maybe I'm going to do practice the 80, 20 rule, you know, so 80% of my meals will be plants and, you know, um, 20% are going to be, um, non-plant foods, something like that. And I'm going to step up my exercise to 20 minutes a day or 20 minutes, even a day. That's, that's a lot. Like that's seven days a week. You don't need to exercise like for, for health. You don't need to exercise that often. Um, although they do now more and more studies are saying that, um, daily movement is, you know, optimal. Um, but it's not about doing it all in one shot either. It's, I think more effective is, and I have spoken about this is to take those frequent breaks, um, 10 minutes, you know, for every hour of sitting, they say you should have at least 10 minutes of just movement, just, you know, you don't have to do full on exercise, but just go walk around your yard or, you know, do something in the house a few stretches or whatever. Um, so that I think is a much more sustainable. So here's what's going to happen is then you're going to say to yourself, um, wow, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sticking to this. I made this commitment and that's the key is making the commitment um, achievable, right? So that you're not then going to let yourself down. So, you know, I kept this commitment to eat plants, you know, 50% of the time. Um, 
And I, you know, I'm really proud of myself. I did it. I did it for an entire week. So then you feel motivated and inspired to want to keep that going. You're not letting yourself down. So hopefully that's, um, that gives you a little bit of a start to a strategy. Um, we, the other thing is just to be really, really mindful of how often you are deferring to other people's needs and that your needs are just as important, if not more important. Um, because if you take care of your own needs, that makes you a better person. It makes you a better worker, spouse, partner, mother, whatever your other roles are. So, so just remember that as well is that, you know, it is, it is highly, highly important for you to take care of your own needs. And if you want, then you can, you know, do some help with others um, needs as well. So your resource for this week is the book called Power Versus Force. Um, the Hidden Determinants of Human Behavior by Dr. David R. Hawkins. This is one of the resources that we used um, in my training as an empowerment coach. And it has the map of consciousness in it, which I do believe I have mentioned before on this podcast. Um, it was developed and created by Dr. Hawkins. Um, and we use that map as one of our main methods of seeing where people may be stuck in their lives and to move them up the map, the ladder of the map, um, to the higher resonating levels, which are the, the, the higher feelings, basically, or emotions, um, and things like, you know, joy and love and peace. And, um, and, and this is where they will then be, we will be operating more out of our real selves rather than our wounded selves, our wounded selves, um, when we are feeling some of the lower uh, feelings of shame and guilt and grief and uh, anger, though it's because we're operating out of um, a wounded part of ourselves. And so it's a bit of a heavy read, <laughs> not heavy, but it, yeah, there are some parts of it that you might even want to skip, um, <laughs> but it's really an excellent study of why we do the things we do or don't do and how to empower ourselves to operate out of a place of self-love and self-acceptance. And this is why every week I say to grab a little love, joy, and peace every day, because those are the higher resonating emotions that we all want to operate out of. So remember, next week will be the final episode of season one, and I will wrap up this topic then. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe or follow me so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to go deeper in your healing, you can book a free discovery session with me and learn more about my unique strategy to unlock the real you through my Unearth, Uncover and Unleash three-part system to discover and heal your past and present trauma and become empowered to live your best life. Go to my website, lifelessons.ca or contact me directly at leah at lifelessons.ca to book your session. 
You can also find me on social media. My links are all on my podcast page. And while you're there, I would love it if you would leave a review. Good or bad, I want to know how I can make this podcast just what you need it to be. And if you love it, I definitely want to hear that. You can also leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Until next time, grab some joy wherever you can. Bye for now.